0: Brought to you by NACHA. Hello, and welcome to Payment Smartcast, Natcha's podcast channel, featuring discussions of interest to the payments community. I'm Dan Roth, Senior Director of Communications at NACHA. Managing and mitigating risk is top of mind for many payments professionals. To assist the payments community, NACHA just released the 8th edition of the Risk Management Handbook, this resource provides the latest information on Notch's strategies to abate risk and provides recommendations for developing an effective risk management program. I am pleased that both Jordan Bennett and Angie Farron are joining us today on Payment Smartcast to discuss the updated manual. Jordan is the Senior Director of Network Risk Management at Nacha and led the efforts within the NACHA team to update the latest edition of the Risk Management Handbook. Angie is President and CEO of Umacha, the Upper Midwest Automated Clearinghouse Association. Angie has dedicated more than two decades to working with payments professionals. Angie and her team at Umacha specialize in working with financial institutions of all sizes to enhance their payments operations, including making sure they are meeting the various needs of their customers while confronting and reducing threats of fraud. Jordan, thank you again for joining us again for the Notch's Payment Smartcast. I was hoping you could tell us a bit about the ACH Risk Management Handbook. uh, What is in it? How is it different from other Notch publications and specifically the Notch Rulebook?
1: Sure. So the Risk Management Handbook is a publication that was written, uh, honestly, many years ago. We update it very frequently, at least every two years. But it was written by risk professionals in our industry. And the handbook supplements the rules. The rules tell you exactly uh, the yeses and nos, but they don't prescribe risk management ideas. They don't give the full theory of of how you should or how you could set up uh, and think about risk management at either your financial institution or possibly your third party center or other organization if you're sending and receiving payments. It's uh, It's a great supplement and Uh, It it really gives you instructions on how to think about risk and risk management, the uh, different ways that fraudsters are coming after you and your customers' money and how you can can mitigate many of those risks.
0: So you're wrapping up the 8th edition. What will be new in the upcoming edition and that is not in the 7th edition?
1: Sure. So in the 8th edition, we are really trying to uh, add more flavor with credit push fraud. There's a, a, a really big push by the fraudsters to change their tactics. Fraudsters for, for many years, decades even, have focused on debit fraud. But the industry has done a fantastic job of, of mitigating the effect of debit fraud. So the fraudsters are going to follow the money. They always do. So we need to think about credit push fraud and how fraudsters are tricking your originators into sending out payments and how you as an RDFI can take a much more active role in mitigating uh, some of those risks. How you can um, be an active participant rather than just a a passive participant on the ACH network.
0: So I hope you can take us behind the scenes a little bit of the process of writing this latest edition. Uh, Who's involved? What is the process? Why now? Uh, and how do you work on creating the final product?
1: Sure, so uh, like I mentioned earlier, the, the handbook was written by professionals in our industry. It's very good knowledge. And you know, a lot of the risk management stuff is stays pretty up to date, but there are changes to the rules. And uh, there's a huge change with the credit push fraud and not just new risk management framework. So uh, why now? Well we always are looking to update it with relevant information to uh, risk management professionals. And we are uh, thinking about the rules that have come into play since the last edition, as well as taking lessons from the framework and incorporating those into the new handbook. So um, RDFIs, ODFIs, all financial institutions and, and our originator partners can uh, think about risk and mitigate risk because, you know, if if the fraudster gets the money, it doesn't matter who they get the money from, they still win and we all lose. So we need to think about this as a, as a team effort, really.
0: Well, and talking about team efforts and the entire payments community, I think it's a great time to bring Angie into the conversation. So Angie, before we deep dive into the risk management handbook, I'm hoping you can tell us just a little bit about Umatcha, the work that you do, and who your members are.
2: So, UMacha is a payments association and we serve members in the upper Midwest and our membership consists of mostly financial institutions, but we also have quite a bit of corporate members that also need education on the ACH rules. So, we provide education, uh, compliance services, we sell publications, and we also do consulting.
0: So, Angie, as the president and CEO of UMacha, How do you and your members utilize the ACH Risk Management Handbook?
2: Yeah, so it's a, a great publication uh, that our compliance team is very familiar with, and a lot of times we end up making recommendations and point folks to this publication as we're on-site doing compliance services. And so one of the main things that we come across is challenges with um, how to set exposure limits, especially over those multiple settlement dates. That's a hard concept for some folks to, to grasp. and. Like Jordan mentioned, you know, the rules serve a purpose, but some of these publications complement the rules in a way that puts it in layman's terms and it helps our members really understand not only that setting exposure limits, but really managing risk in you know in general because we're finding that a lot of our members are really putting a more emphasis on risk management, setting up like risk departments or a risk committee. And so the handbook is a really good tool that helps kind of explain not only just the risk with ACH, but it provides those mitigation solutions such as setting exposure limits.
0: So Angie, what would you say to one of your members or someone who asks, you know, why do they need the ACH risk management handbook when they already have the NACHA operating rules?
2: Yeah, that's a great question. Um, That's... Kind of why we're relevant as a payments association is we help our members interpret those rules. They're not; it's not an easy read. Um, it was written by lawyers, and we've got the guidelines, but it just it takes uh, that a step further, and it's more of like I said, a companion guide where it it's easy to understand. It's just a quick read. Um, it, it, the rules can be a little overwhelming to our members, and so they look to us to help um, really again, just interpret those rules. And so having these resources available to do that and making it easier for them, um, I think is really important.
0: So Angie, I think that's a great reason about what the use is for the handbook in particular. And as you know, risk management is top of mind now for many payments professionals. From your background and experience, What should those in the payments community be thinking about and acting on when mitigating and managing risk?
2: Sure, Um, I've been working with the ACH network for many years, long before risk was even in the rules. Risk management and assessment rule came out, I remember that. I, I remember when the audit was only every three years. And when that came, became an annual thing, uh, you know, just to see the um, network evolve when it comes to that emphasis on risk has been great. Um, I think just that emphasis around even risk assessments coming into our roles and how important that is to understand you know that practical knowledge to be able to apply because we're all trying to fight the bad guys right to keep the fraudsters out of the network um, and being able to do that through techniques um, that are explained in the handbook again it, it's that those mitigation ways to be able to reduce that risk that's important.
0: So Angie, in addition to being the President and CEO of Umaca, you are an APRP. So I'm hoping that you can tell us about your journey to becoming an APRP and the resources that you use to study for the exam.
2: Sure. Yeah, Uh, I've worked with RISC for many years throughout my career and um, always thought the fun was on the ODFI side and where the risk management occurs. So I um, signed up to take the APRP on the pilot years, very excited when that accreditation came out. Um, And one of the go-to resources was the risk management handbook in addition, of course, to the rule book and and others, but it definitely helped me study for that exam. Mm -hmm. And so we actually sell it as part of a, a kit for uh, test preppers who are sitting for the APRP exam, and so it's a nice way we can bundle up several publications specific to that exam and help our members get through the journey of of passing. And so, um, for me, definitely um, because I had a strong risk background. Um, I'm not saying the test was easy, but it def it's definitely one that if you have a risk mindset. Um, A lot of it's common sense.
0: So, and the final question for both Jordan and Angie. So now that you've talked about uh, the handbook and and what's in it and the process. So for the people who are listening, I think the most important question is where can they go to actually buy it and get their hands on it?
2: Sure, yeah. We actually resell it on our website, umatcha.org. So definitely check out our online store and you can get it there.
1: You can get it at the Nacha e-store or you can get it at the other Associations look at their e store uh, if you are not a member of Umacha, but uh, yeah, it comes in combination often with other publications so you can expand your learning.
0: Uh, so thank you again, Angie and Jordan, for sitting down. I thought it was a great discussion, not just about the risk management handbook, but also about your work and commitment to ensuring the ACH network continues to send and receive payments quickly and safely. And thank you to our listeners for tuning in. We look forward to future editions of Notches Payment Smartcast, where we continue to welcome experts from across the payments ecosystem, to share their insights on the latest topics impacting our industry.